Today on In Grace, we're in Northern Kentucky at the Creation Museum to see their new exhibit, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, and to talk about what are we to do now that Roe versus Wade is overturned. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Today on In Grace, we have a very, very special program for you. Uh, if you hear our daily program, Monday through Thursday, you know that we are in a pulpit in a church preaching the Word of God, but on Fridays and weekends, we go somewhere. Well, today, we go to one of our favorite places. It's not too far from where I live in Chicago. We're heading to Cincinnati, and more exactly, we're heading to Northern Kentucky at the Creation Museum. Now, we've been there a number of times, but never for anything like this. Today, we're going to be interviewing at the Creation Museum's opening of their brand new, incredibly beautiful and moving pro-life display. Fearfully and Wonderfully Made has just opened. Ken Ham is going to tell us all about it as we take a tour of it. But I'm more interested even than that in interviewing a woman that came to the opening to speak to the great crowd there, and her name is Claire Colwell. Claire has a story like I've never heard before. She was a twin. Her mom, who was very young and very scared, was brought by her mother to have an abortion. Well, they didn't know they were twins. Her twin was aborted. She was injured, but, but survived. And she actually was born. And she has been reunited with her mother. God is restoring their relationship. You need to hear her powerful story and her plea for life. You know, now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, now there's bigger battles than ever in the States. We need to do as much as we can to, with compassion and love, share what the options are and that we need to choose life every time. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, and I hope that you will be blessed as you hear this dramatic story of surviving an abortion, the story of Claire Caldwell. Right before we go into that, it'll just be in a, a minute or two, let me first tell you a couple things. Number one, we love creation, and we love to talk about creation, and we love to show you creation. Well, we have a creation cruise to Alaska. We have a creation speaker. We have music uh, that will be in a special room in the evenings on, on the ship and in grace uh, worship service. And we'll learn so much and have so much fun together. And we then cruise the, the beautiful, calm waters of Alaska and get to see the most beautiful things. If you're interested in going on our Alaska creation cruise, it's this July, then go to our website, ingraceradio.com, click on travel, and there you'll see our creation cruise. Or you can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE and ask for the brochure. We'd love to get that in your hands. We have a lot of people interested in going to Alaska on a cruise. We've done this before. It was very popular. I can't wait to meet you in Alaska on our creation cruise. While you're at the website, you can also check out our trip to Israel. We're going in 2024 in February, so you have a little bit of time to think about it and plan. You can get the brochure right on our website website or call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. And one more thing before we hear Claire's dramatic testimony, let me tell you what you can get to better equip you to answer people's questions about creation and evolution. 
We take a tour with Ken Ham, the founder of Answers in Genesis, the one that had the inspiration to open this beautiful museum. He gives us a tour of his museum and the latest displays that are there. If you'd like to walk through the entire Creation Museum with Ken Ham, you want to get the In Grace video series Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham. It's a two-part video series, and this is our way of thanking you for your gift of any amount to InGrace. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate your gifts. When you give to InGrace, it's all going to be used for the gospel and for making sure more people hear about Jesus, the Creator. And you're going to get this great video as a thank you, either by DVD or digital download. Contact us at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to our website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us here at InGrace. P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. If your gift can be $35 or more, I'd also like to send you a tour of Noah's Ark with Ken's son-in-law, Bodie Hodge, a four-part series of this incredible full-size Ark at Answers in Genesis. You want to see that. And we take you on a dinosaur dig. We have another video, Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. So you're going to get all three of these fantastic videos for your gift of 35 or more. And again, that money makes sure more people hear the story of Jesus, the Creator. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Claire, it's great to have you on In Grace, and you have a really wonderful story of hope and of God's grace, and so we wanted to hear that Thank today. you so much for having me. And so you are a survivor. I am. And I know your story, but I want everyone else to hear it. So tell us the story, go back to where you need to start and just share that with us. So I'm adopted. My sister and I are actually both adopted. It was just our normal. Actually, uh -huh. we remember um, kids like in school being like, gosh, sorry you're adopted. Or like, what was it like at the orphanage? <laughs> and that's somebody's story, but uh -huh. it wasn't ours. And so we were, we were always confused by that. I think it's because people had seen Annie, you know, and thought we lived like with Miss Hannigan or something. But we had this great adoption story. We were raised by Christians. We knew that God knit our family together perfectly just as He, you know, wanted. And so it was this great thing. So my sister met her birth mother. I decided I wanted to meet mine. And when I met my birth mother on our second meeting, she actually told me that she didn't choose life for me, that she had an abortion while she was pregnant with me, and that she was actually pregnant with twins, and that I had survived her abortion. What I found out when I learned I survived my birth mother's abortion, I began to research abortion procedures, and has anyone else survived an abortion, and just so many things to try to navigate this, this new reality that I was living. And what I found out is that it's not common, still to this day, not common procedure to use an ultrasound during an abortion. So they're basically going in with their abortion instruments into a woman's uterus, blindfolded. They can't see into her uterus. They're assuming they get all of the baby or both babies or-, or Well, maybe describe that dismemberment abortion. A dismemberment abortion is um, horrific. It, uh, I'm not a doctor and so I don't know exactly all of the steps, but what I do know is um, I've watched many videos, I've met 
former abortion clinic workers, former abortion clinic doctors who have described this procedure to me in detail. And uh, they take instruments in that tears apart the baby's body limb by limb. They pull those body parts out. Uh, they suction out the fluid out of the woman's uterus. And then they uh, take an instrument in and grab the head of the baby. They crush it and then they suction it out. And so it's, it's horrific. It's only performed on uh, later term babies. And so those, what we know about those babies is they feel pain. And so every, every limb that's being torn off, they, they can feel this is a horrific procedure that my twin experienced right next to me in the womb. So my birth mother, actually, when she found out she was still pregnant with me, her mother said, we, we need an abortion. Our daughter is still 13, she's still pregnant. And so my birth mother was referred to Kansas. And so my birth mother went to Kansas, uh, which was at the time, you know, late term abortion capital of the world. My birth mother was referred there where she could have this even later term abortion because the abortion that was performed on me, on my twin, um, was around five months. So it was a DNE, which is a dismemberment abortion, already a late term abortion. But what they wanted to do next, a few weeks later, was an even later term abortion. And so they couldn't do that in Oklahoma where my birth mother had her abortion. And so they referred her to Kansas, but after examining her uh, while she was on the table, ready to have her second abortion, they said that they had ripped the sack that I was in, that she'd been leaking amniotic fluid, and it, so it was too dangerous for her to have a second abortion. And so my birth mother was actually taken back to Oklahoma, dropped off at this adoption agency where she lived for a few weeks until I was born. How hard was that for her to share that with you, your birth mother, and kind of walk us through the detail of that moment? It was, it was a, oh, it was the, greatest shock of my life. I thought this will be our happy moment where we'll we'll um, be able to hug and, and love each other and I'll be able to tell her how grateful I am for my life. And what started with me thanking her for giving me my life ended in this tearful, most painful story that I've ever heard still to this day. I mean, I can't tell you what it was like to sit across from her and her described being a 13-year-old girl and her mother taking her to an abortion clinic, being told that that was her only choice, being surrounded by only nurses and doctors who made this choice for her, not ever asking what her choice would have been, how they could support her, how they could walk alongside her, all the things that she was looking for in the people that were in her life at that time. Um, and and so she she wept and she shook and she just kept saying, remember her saying, I'm, I'm so sorry, Claire. I, I didn't choose life for you. Your life's a miracle. I'm so sorry. And she just kept apologizing over and over and over again. And then she described everything that happened to her. And it felt, gosh, it felt so unreal. I, I can't even describe it thinking back to it. I'm like, is this really my life? Is this really what happened? And so she told me this is her, her deepest, darkest, most painful secret. In fact, I was the first person she told. So her mother knew when we reunited, I was 21, and she told me, and then she had to tell her husband, and then she had to tell her children, and then she had to tell her friends and her family. And 
it just unraveled this whole new world for us of her acknowledging what had happened to her at 13, this, this horrific thing, this most painful thing. And then me coming to terms with, this is my new, re new reality. I'm an abortion survivor. I'm a twinless twin in the name of choice. I had medical complications. I was born at 30 weeks. I weighed three pounds, two ounces. I had a dislocated hip. I had club feet. I went through body casts until I was two years old. I actually visited the Children's Crippled Hospital in Dallas until I was 18. And I still have complications from it today. And so it, it made sense of all these things for me, but at the same time, what was the most painful moment of my birth mother's life was the most shocking, most life-altering moment of mine. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than Ingrace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to Ingrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young Earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We will return to the dramatic story of Claire Colwell, an abortion survivor, in just a few minutes. But first, an amazing new exhibit at the Creation Museum. It's called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. And our guide is none other than the founder of Answers in Genesis, Ken Ham. This is an amazing new display that you guys have here, Ken. Well, actually, I would say it is the most powerful pro-life exhibit in the world. I mean, there is nothing like this. I mean, we've, we've researched out there. Even, even to be able to get the models that we have, uh, there's just nothing like them in the world. We have an incredibly talented uh, design team that actually produced all this in-house. It's just amazing. Well, and it's a natural outflow of your core ministry, which is Genesis. Well, Genesis 1 to 11 is the foundation for everything. It's a foundation for your Christian worldview. It's a foundation for your doctrine. I mean, if you're gonna talk about the abortion issue, you gotta start with Genesis 1 to 11, that man is made in God's image, right? And right from fertilization, we're made in God's image. So abortion is killing a human being made in God's image. And you know, I, I heard a secular reporter recently who said, nowhere in the Bible does this anything against abortion. Well, how about this? Do not murder. Mm -hmm. There we are right there. Let alone all the other passages of scripture we could point to. But um, fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139. He also says he saw our unformed substance even before our body was formed. It's still us. It, it's a person right from fertilization, a unique combination of information that no other human being has. And it's not a part of the mother. It's a different combination of information to the mother. So when they say, my body, my rights, it's not part of a woman's body. In fact, the mother's body looks on a fertilized egg as foreign tissue to reject. 
and God built an anti-rejection mechanism into the uterus. Just amazing. Besides yeah. which, if it was a male with the Y chromosome, that didn't come from the mother. Right. <laughs> that came from the father. Right. And so what's really happening in our culture today is there's, it's almost hysteria that so many people, women and men, who want to murder as many children as they can in their mother's wombs, and they're doing all they can to have the right to murder children. I mean, it's, it's just astounding. It's so evil. Speak to the, the humanness of all of this, how this affected you now, now that you know. And then also your, your poor birth mother having to deal with this before she told the secret, but now it might even be worse because now more people know. Like how, how could she recover from that and how were you able to minister to her? It took quite a few years. I luckily I was I was so blessed and I was raised in a home that taught me about uh, the forgiveness of Christ and what He did for me on the cross. I knew in that moment as I sat face to face with my birth mother, I knew that God um, longed to forgive her that what He did on the cross for me, He did for her. It took years. There were years where we didn't talk much about it. This was something that she had buried for 21 years and then opened this wound up and trauma's a, a crazy thing. She had to relive her experience at 13 years old those first few years. But one moment I'll never forget is my birth mother came to the behind the scenes filming of Unplanned. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that yes. movie? It's about my friend, Abby Johnson, who worked in the abortion industry for eight years, actually was a, a director of an abortion industry for eight years. And after seeing an ultrasound guided abortion, one that is very rarely performed, and she was actually very excited to see it because in her eight years of experience, she had never seen one performed. And after seeing that ultrasound guided abortion and what it did to the baby, she walked away and uh, she shares about her experience. And so they were actually filming that movie in the town where my birth mother had her abortion in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And my birth mother still lives 10 minutes from there. And so I had this great idea to, to bring her in, my birth mother, and let her meet my friends, let her meet Abby. And when I got there, what I didn't know was that we were touring the behind the scenes uh, abortion clinic room. And so she would walk through a room that was set up like the abortion clinic that she went to at 13 and hadn't been back since. And I thought at first, I was like, this is a horrible idea. Like, what have I done? What have I walked her back into? And because she just immediately, we got into the room and she, she wept. She said, I, I remember the smells, I remember the sounds, I remember how my baby's body was over here. I, she, she grabbed my hand and she just, she cried um, as we walked through this, this room, this mock abortion room. But then afterwards, Abby got up in front of us, there was about 50 of us, and she thanked everyone for coming to support her in this new movie. And she talked about God's forgiveness for her. She talked about how God had forgiven her eight years in the abortion industry. And my birth mother leaned over and she said, if God could forgive her, I wonder if he could forgive me. And my birth mother became a Christian right after that experience. And so 
It's been incredible. The first few years were, were heart-wrenching. Neither of us really knew how to relate to each other. It was traumatic. It was painful. It was awkward. Um, I was this constant reminder to her of what had happened to her at 13 years old. But now on the other side, on the other side of God's forgiveness, on the other side of her knowing that, that He has paved a way for her, that He wants what's best for her, that He has a great plan for her, that He's going to use her, her pain. In fact, He has used her pain for His glory and to point people to, to things that are good and true. On the other side of that, we've had so much healing and redemption in our story. Well, that's the story of God. You know, it's a it story is. of forgiveness and hope and healing. So would you be able to just speak to a person contemplating an abortion? If you're considering an abortion, I want you to know that there are people who want to walk alongside of you. Um, you are worthy of motherhood. You are capable and you are strong. There are places like pregnancy resource centers and adoption agencies that will walk alongside you. So don't be afraid to reach out. If you've had an abortion, I want you to know that there is hope. Um, there is hope for you because God sent His Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you. And if you place your uh, belief and your trust in Him, He will forgive your sins. And um, there are organizations that offer post-abortive healing groups, and I would encourage you to walk through that um, so that you can experience that hope that I'm talking about on the other side of having an abortion. Claire, your story is really amazing. It's a miracle. It's a miracle that you're here, and God obviously wanted you to be a voice and to help countless people to know Him, to, to seek His forgiveness. So I wanted to thank you for your love for Him and for sharing the gospel of grace, and then also for uh, just using your life to help people, especially those that are in the thick of a trial, a pregnancy, or whatever it is. Uh, but there you are to uh, be the voice and the hands of our Savior, so thank you. Thank you so much for having me. What an amazing exhibit, and what an amazing story Claire had. There is hope. There's hope for everybody. There's hope for every sin, because yes, we are sinners, we have sinned, but there's a solution. The solution is God loves us so much that he sent his only son. His name is Jesus. He's the son of God. He came, he lived a perfect life. He died on the cross for us. And if you will simply trust in him, the Bible says that you are saved from whatever you've done. All of your sins are paid for. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid for those sins that you've made and those sins that you will make. If you will trust in him, the penalty of your sin has already been paid, but now you will be given the righteousness of Jesus Christ and you will spend eternity in heaven. Then the hope of Christ, the hope of Him living through the Spirit of God in our own lives, the hope of us helping others that are going through really difficult situations. Do what is right always, but before you can really please God, you must come to Him in faith believing that Jesus died for your sins and rose again. What are we gonna do now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned 
and how is that gonna motivate us and challenge us to renew our efforts to help these poor women that are facing pregnancies in crisis. So God bless all of you. Don't forget to join us next time on In Grace. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.